Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and you've reached the Book of Mormon Lecture Series. I've been teaching seminary and institute for the last 11 years, and uh, this is an attempt to do a deep dive into the Book of Mormon itself. I'm hoping that you'll find this uplifting and edifying. This is not an official recording of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but every attempt has been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. So if you're ready for a deep dive into the Book of Mormon, here we go. Hi, and welcome back to the Book of Mormon podcast. I'm Brad Constantine, and this discussion will be Isaiah chapter 6 and Nephi chap- 2 Nephi chapter 16. In, the, in verse 1, In the year that King Uzziah died, which is around 740 B.C., I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up. In other words, he was exalted. And his train, or the skirt of his robe, his authority or power, in Hebrew it means wake or light, filled the temple. Joseph Smith informs us that Isaiah's vision was connected to the experience wherein his calling and election were made sure, and he was given the gift of the second comforter, where he sees Jesus Christ. Verse 2, above it stood the seraphim, or angels. Each one had six wings. With twain he covered his face, which shows respect for God. And with twain he covered his feet, and with twain he did fly. And one cried unto another and said, Holy, holy, holy. Now three times represents the very best. Is the Lord of hosts, and whole earth, the whole earth is full of his glory. And the posts of the door moved or shook at the voice of him that cried, and the house was filled with smoke. Isaiah is trying to explain what it looked, what it was like to see a vision of the celestial realms, but words don't do it justice. The prophet Joseph Smith said, Could we read and comprehend all that has been written from the days of Adam on the relation of man to God and angels in a future state, we should know very little about it. Reading the experiences of others or the revelation given to them can never give us a comprehensive view of our, of our condition and true relation to God. Knowledge of these things can only be obtained by experience through the ordinances of God set forth for that purpose. Could you gaze into heaven five minutes, you would know more than you would by reading all that has ever been written on the subject. And so when Isaiah is trying to explain what he's seeing, it's very difficult because it's hard to describe heavenly things from earthly standpoint. Verse 5, Then it said I, Woe is unto me, for I am undone, or completely overwhelmed, because I am a man of unclean lips. Now what he's saying here is he's got weakness, weaknesses. He's, he's imperfect, he's saying. And I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips, for mine eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then flew one of the seraphims unto me, having a live coal in his hand. And that's, uh, he's taking the coal from off of the temple altar, uh, in the in the holy place of the temple where the incense uh, is being burned, he's taking a coal from off of that uh, coal in his hand, which he had taken with the tongs from off the altar, and this has to do with the atonement here. He's saying, and it, and he laid it upon my mouth and said, Lo, this meaning the atonement hath touched thy lips, and thine iniquity is taken away, and thy sin purged. The result of the atonement, the Holy Ghost cleanses by fire and makes us equal to our callings. So when we're given a calling, we can't say we can't do it because the voice of the Lord, the Lord's going to help us to do it always. We always say yes. Also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? And who will, who will go for us? Then I said, Here am I, send me. Because of the atonement, Isaiah has confidence to accept his call. Isaiah was sent to bear witness of Christ. Each of us that have been given a work to do in helping to build God's kingdom on earth also said, here am I, send me. When we were, um, when we contemplated coming to this earth and knowing that this was going to be a very difficult experience to go through mortality, and especially to come to a very wicked planet, 
uh, we each stood up and said, here am I, send me. So we came here willingly and, and with an understanding of what we were going to be going through. Verse 9, And he said, Go and tell this people, Hear ye indeed, but they understood not. And see ye indeed, but they, re they perceived not. These are those who are so spiritually dead as not to understand the words of the prophets. Make the heart of this people fat, and make their ears heavy, and shut their eyes, lest they see with their ears, see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their heart, and convert and be healed. The last half of Isaiah 6 uh, may be misread that the Lord does not, or I'm sorry, the last part of this verse does not want the people to be converted and healed. The real meaning of the last part of the verse is, as fully quoted in the New Testament, is a declaration that the people did not want to understand, lest they should be converted so that the Lord could heal them. So it's not that they that the Lord is making them. He's not shutting their eyes. They're doing it to themselves. Verse 11, Then said I, Lord, how long? And he said, Until the cities be wasted without inhabitant, and the houses without man, and the land be utterly desolate, as long as there are people. In other words, verse 12, And the Lord have removed men far away, Israel exiled into other nations. And there shall be a great forsaking in the midst of the land, but yet there shall be a tenth or a remnant, and they, Israel, shall return and shall be eaten or pruned as by animals, apostates, cut off, as a teal tree and as an oak whose substance is in them. When they cast their leaves, so the holy seed shall be the substance thereof. Some of Israel shall survive the destruction and scattering. Israel may look dead, but there is still life in it. Uh, and this is from... Um, Terry Ball, who said, Both kinds of trees are robust and cannot be destroyed merely by chopping them down, for the remaining stumps will regenerate the tree by sending forth new shoots. So even though uh, uh, they seem to be destroyed, uh, God is still protecting them and will cause them to flourish in the last days. I bear testimony to the truth of these things and that God is watching over all of Israel and that uh, when we give, are given callings in the church that we need to accept those because we know that the Lord... Uh, is in that. Let me just share an experience that I had uh, years ago. This is an embarrassing experience, but one in which uh, I was being called to a position and uh, didn't handle it quite as I should have. Um, I was being interviewed for a position. We were changing the stake presidency in our stake at the time, and and uh, they had called a new stake president, and I was being uh, invited to attend this interview. and. Elder Boyd K. Packer of the Twelve and a, a regional representative at the time named Bud Billiter was there. Mark Jones had just been called to be the new stake president. And when I walked into the room and and met Elder Packer and Brother Billiter, um, Elder Packer turned to me and said that Mark Jones, who had just been called to be the stake president, had something that he wanted to tell me. And so Mark proceeds to tell me that he wants me to be his second counselor. And I said, I don't want to be your second counselor. I don't want to be in the stake presidency. And at the time, Elder Packer was kind of sitting back in his chair, relaxed, and he suddenly sat right up in his chair, looked at me and said, what did you say? And I said, I don't want to be in the stake presidency. And he says, why don't you want to be in the stake presidency? And I said, well, I've just been called to be scoutmaster, and I want to be scoutmaster. And then Elder Packer looked at me and said, what difference does it make what you want to do? So I realized at the time that I probably shouldn't have responded that way, and so I said yes to the calling, which I loved and had a great time doing it. I bear testimony that the Lord calls those uh, that are to be called and that we stood up in the pre-mortal life and said, Here am I, send me, and that he qualifies those that he calls. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. See you next time. Bye.